Hey everyone, I'm Alexandra and there's a lot I want to get to in this video today. And I also want you to know that the definitions and explanations kind of build on each other. So if you're new to my channel, check out some of my other videos that I've left a link to in the description below. In the past, I've given my opinion as why I think Q and Trump are with the second beast mentioned in the book of Revelation 13 verses 11 through 18, also called the false prophet system or the alliance. With that in mind, I think it's a good time to discuss the phenomenon that is the cult of Keck and how Trump and Q figure into it. But first, this. Q likes to use the phrase, these people are sick, in reference to the deep state, the cabal, or the first beast. On March 2nd of 2019, President Trump gave a speech at CPAC and used this exact same phrase. These people are sick. Interestingly, on March 4th, four days later, another source used this exact same phrase. The Illuminati. Some wish for swifter justice against humanity's oppressors, but crushing the worker ants does not stop the queens. These people are sick and their predatory infection must be sterilized by the light. If they hide among us, we will continue to drag them out from our own ranks. In my video, Trump is not a savior, I explain how there were two versions of the New World Order, the dark and the light. The Illuminati is now aligned with the false prophet system, the second beast of Revelation 13, or the light New World Order, as opposed to the cabal, the first beast, and the dark New World Order. Speaking of Illuminati, a card game called The Illuminati New World Order was released in 1995 by Steve Jackson Games. It's pretty controversial considering the playing cards show events such as 9-11, which at the time hadn't happened yet. But I wanted to show you this card called The Frog God. Who is the Frog God? Let's find out. According to Egyptian occult history, Kek is one of the four frog gods and is the deification of the concept of primordial darkness. He was the god of the darkness of chaos, the darkness before time began. The Egyptians saw the nighttime, a time without the light of the sun, as a reflection of this chaotic darkness. As a god of the night, Kek was also related to the day. He was called the bringer in of the light. He was responsible for the time of night that came just before sunrise, or the dawn, from dark to light. Around 2015, a sad looking cartoon frog started trending on 4chan and 8chan. According to Reddit, Pepe is a cartoon of an indie comic that evolved into an internet meme popular on 4 and 8chan's political boards. The word kek originally had nothing to do with Pepe. It came from the video game World of Warcraft, which has two major political factions. That sounds familiar. The Horde and the Grand Alliance. If a Horde player typed LOL in the chat, Alliance players would see it as kek to symbolize the language barrier. 4chan adopted it as an alternative to LOL or laugh out loud. Pepe was also a popular meme at this point, but had no real connection to Keck. In October of 2015, Trump tweeted this. The Chan boards were surprised that the presidential candidate had used Pepe. They went one step further when they realized that their favorite phrase was also the name of the Egyptian frog god of chaos. As a result, the two memes were combined. Now here's where it starts to get weird. Someone on the Chans found a vinyl from 1986. It was an Italian pop song called Chatelet made by an Italian artist named Pepe. The album art was a frog with a magic wand. Remember the magic wand? What, you gonna get a magic wand? Yeah, I got a magic wand. The artist's name on the vinyl is actually an acronym. That stands for Point Emerging, Probably Entering. No one has figured out what Chatelet means, but let's have a look at the lyrics. They're actually translated from Italian. Cosmic Absolute, Regular Reality. Breath of an Image or Concept, Syntony of Civilizations. 
Confused descendants of rebel cells, I fly towards the universe. I'll pass through it. If you are a star, show yourself. I will stop. And then the chorus goes on to say, Chatelet, Chatelet, my freedom. But at the bottom of this poster says, gentlemen, we need to decipher the message. By the way, it's literally happening. Memes have transcended reality. I won't attempt to decipher the lyrics, but I do find it interesting that they mention an image and they use the word syntony, which is an archaic form of synchronicity. It also reads like an ode to freedom. Every post on a Chan board is given a unique ID and number. Users try to get posts with repeating digits or dubs. Sometimes they get trips, which is threes or quads, four repeating digits. On the politics board in particular, if a post has an impressive repeating number, it's considered a sign of approval from Keck. This post from June of 2016, five months before the election, tagged many other posts and simply said, Trump will win. This post got an incredible eight sevenths in the stamp. Not only that, but the user ID ends with Q-E-K, which could be pronounced as Keck. The cult of Keck was officially born and this post became known as the Keck Prophecy. Q specifically started posting on 4chan because Anons are known to be computer masters as they know how to dig for information. They also start and destroy trends due to their ability to influence social media platforms. They're quite skeptical, so Q knew that if he could get the Anons on board, he could get anybody. That's why it's a big deal that the politics board hailed Donald Trump as nothing less than God's chosen candidate. But not Yahweh or the Hebrew God's chosen candidate, but Keck, the Egyptian frog lightbringer God. After Keck's 2016 apparent approval of Donald Trump for president, by rewarding that post with eight sevens, this one post says, Stop, please, I didn't believe in meme magic at first. I thought you were all joking. Then Trump won his first primary and I thought, hmm, that's a coincidence. Then he became the candidate and I thought things were getting weird. Now Hillary is getting sick and the media is talking about Pepe. It's clear as day your memes are messing with the fabric of reality. You're messing with powers you don't understand. If you keep this up, you could meme us all out of existence. To explain some of this phenomenon's power, we have to look at the spiritual side of things, just like Ephesians 6.12 says. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness and high places. So what's one small way these principalities or these fallen angels influence or interfere with humanity? That's through magic. No, not this type of magic. That's not really magic, that's just disgusting. Like I said, magic. Right, yes, maga. In Latin, the feminine form of magic is maga. The specific type of magic that's being used is called chaos magic, and Pepe is no less than a sigil. Knowing what you know about chaos magic, would you consider this saga to be in line with what you might expect? It is the most perfect example of chaos magic working that you could ever imagine. In modern usage, especially in the context of chaos magic, a sigil refers to a symbolic representation of the magician's desired outcome. What magic does is enhance the probability of certain outcomes over others. The author of a website called Pepe the Frog Faith says, You live in a world where a group of internet misfits meme magic to celebrity madman into the White House with the help of an ancient Egyptian deity. Life is really unpredictable and People can make forecasts and they can make predictions, but 
those predictions and forecasts may not come true if there's an unforeseeable factor involved. And that unforeseeable factor in this case was... Pepe. The way magic works is a mix of psychology, quantum physics, and spiritual elements. That's because real magic comes from plain and simple human attention. How you look at reality shapes in a ways we're only just beginning to understand. Not because it's unknown, but because that information and that science has literally been occulted from us. Mm. Hillary, a high-level witch and programmer herself, knew the power of the Pepe sigil and tried her best to stop it. On September 13 of 2016, she dedicated a page on her campaign website explaining Pepe in response to a meme Donald Trump Jr. posted on Instagram. Pepe is a cartoon frog who began his internet life as an innocent meme enjoyed by teenagers and pop stars alike. But in recent months, Pepe's been almost entirely co-opted by the white supremacists who call themselves the alt-right. They've decided to take back Pepe by adding swastikas and other symbols of anti-Semitism and white supremacy. And just like that, Trump and his supporters were tied to white nationalism. Recently, that's been happening again. Hillary's gamble with Pepe didn't pay off. It only made the sigil stronger. Practitioners of magic call this the boomerang effect. And the Chan board said that was the moment her campaign was doomed. By essentially cursing the meme, it came back to destroy her. Meme magic, in the most basic definition, is the idea that through the power of memes, people can tap into a collective unconsciousness and alter reality. And 2016 was a year very much defined by its memes. Unbeknownst to most, there arose a meme war across some of the most popular websites, blogs, forums, and social media networks on the internet. The main players in this continuing metaphysical conflict are identified by some as the servants of Moloch, which include the antiquated mainstream media, Hollywood, and paid partisan organizations. The opposition is the cult of Keck, made up of various uh, divergent factions of internet ideologues and um, mimetic agents of chaos. Both sides here are engaged in forcing memes and creating intentional disruption in online discussion to not only influence opinion, but to shape perception. He described the power of memes and referred to the first beast of revelation or the cabal as the servants of Moloch and the opposition as the cult of Kek or the second beast of revelation. Two distinct sides, two beasts of revelation. Moloch represents the antichrist kingdom while Kek represents the false prophet kingdom. The concept of light and the phrase and the fed work in a very similar way to meme magic. They're used to give consent to following the light or to ending the centralized banking system, bringing in the quantum financial reset, or in my opinion, the mark of the beast. Q associated Pepe with Trump and then turned it up a notch. And Anon posted this picture of the White House bakers and noticed that there's a frog on the baker's jacket. Q confirms this and asks, Pepe the baker? The Anons on Q boards are called bakers since they take the crumbs of information that Q drops and add more information in a process referred to as baking. This is the power of memes and programming. When lots of people see the same thing over and over, it becomes a part of the collective conscious. It becomes reality. My opinion is the Q is deceiving humanity into following them and putting people's hopes in their agenda. After all, anyone who still really trusts in Trump or believes in politics isn't really awake, are they? After all, politics is just the illusion of choice. Disclaimer, this channel is probably not for you if you're still on the Trump train. Why Pepe? Why Keck? 
There are literally thousands of gods and symbols to choose from. Why choose the ones specifically referenced in the Hebrew Bible in relation to the false prophet system? Revelation 16, 13 through 14 says, And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world, to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Strong's Concordance defines frogs as literal frogs, though something that looked to John like a literal frog is the correct interpretation as far as I'm concerned. He was encouraging all of humanity to bring down the cabal, as if this task were possible for humans to complete alone. Q claims that they, or we, are saving humanity, all while quoting from a book that is against that very idea. The Bible is a book which says that humanity cannot and will not save itself. It's a book that teaches one how to remove themselves from the spiritual and physical slavery humanity finds itself in. It teaches to reject the things of this world, such as the love of money or the greed for material things, like riches that are promised after the acceptance of the coming debt forgiveness and worldwide financial reset. First John 2.15 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And bases its conclusion on the culmination of a physical event when Yahusha or Jesus Christ returns. Then justice will be served. Q promotes the idea that we are here to save or fix humanity. Justice belongs to the military. Monetary materialistic rewards are good and deserved. And because people have been conditioned to think that the opposite of bad is good, they believe that since the cabal or the deep state is bad, then Q and the Alliance are good. Just because the cabal is satanic does not mean the Alliance is holy. Instead, like the Roman god Janus, Lucifer is a two-faced god that controls both beast systems. Q is an abstract concept. No one even knows what is talking to us. This image was given a mouth to speak and the whole world has been deceived by the miracles promised by Q. Certainly, we humans can take down centuries of black magic networks, with countless programmed slaves doing their bidding in a few short years and never bother to change our obey-consume mentality that got us here in the first place. But hey, it's cool. The world's ours now, right? Oh yeah, and all of this happened without Yahusha or Jesus telling us about it. Yeah, none of this historic upheaval, chaos, and change was, was written about anywhere. Oh wait, except it was literally right there. Though Q plays the hero and is saving the world, this is the greatest Hegelian dialectic in history. Lucifer is the mastermind behind the whole thing. The problem is the Cabal, or the first beast. The reaction? These people are sick. Or realizing how corrupt the Cabal is. And the solution? Q. The false prophet system is promising you a false future with no Yausha in sight. A world where Lucifer is the hero. What well, we did it. We stopped the tribulation. Good job, guys. We're our own saviors. We don't need a savior. We shall be as gods. Yeah, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> ye shall, ye shall be as gods. The New Age believes the kingdom of heaven is literally inside of us. The New Age says we are the saviors we've been waiting for. If you believe this to be true, then you have successfully completed your initiation into the mystery schools. That's been the plan all along, to exchange truth for lies, sweet for bitter, good for evil. 
The church helped to accomplish this because between the 1940s and the 1950s, the Illuminati infiltrated churches to make sure that generational control was maintained. For example, pastors are using Proverbs 13.22, which says, A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Here we have another false prophet promising you a false future. One with inheritance, your children's 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 children? It's a false future because you're assuming that there's going to be a future after this debt reset. After a worldwide financial reset. Again, denying Yausha's return and being caught sleeping when you should have been watching. The reason this concept of light is so important in the Q movement is because most Q followers are theistic just as anyone involved in Freemasonry must be. Those who don't believe in a god or any form of higher power aren't as involved in the Q movement. It's mostly religious people. The very people the false prophet system sets out to deceive. Remember, Revelation 13.11 says the beast of the earth has two horns like the lamb and speaks like the dragon. Alice Bailey, a famous theosophist, wrote in 1957 that the three main channels through which the presentation three main channels through which the preparation for the New Age is going on might be regarded as the church, the Masonic fraternity, and the educational field. She says, There is no question, therefore, that the work to be done in familiarizing the general public with the nature of the mysteries is of paramount importance at this time. These mysteries will be restored to outer expression through the medium of the church and the Masonic fraternity. In place of Christianity, the mystery religions will be restored by the church and Freemasonry. By controlling education, those who are not controlled by the church or masonry will be. As of 1957, she uses the future tense, but I would go ahead and say that this is now past tense. The book, The Spirit of Masonry says, they are therefore sometimes known as the Illuminati and can direct the searchlight of truth wherever its beams are needed to guide the pilgrim on his way. They guide the candidate until he has gained the right to stand in the East before the presence and there before the brethren prove himself initiate, stage by stage. They assist at the unfolding of the consciousness of the candidate until the time comes when he can enter into light and, in his turn, become a light bearer, one of the Illuminati who can assist the Lodge on high in bringing humanity to light. Well, I know someone else who's bringing humanity to light. Again, this is saying Illuminati as a universal collective because there's not like an organization that is the Illuminati. It is, if you're an Illuminato or an Illuminata, together you are Illuminati. There are many Illuminati. Everyone of influence who is inside this order who has been, quote, enlightened or is a bringer of light who's been initiated is in the Illuminati because they are Illuminati. Does that make sense? Side note, in witchcraft and in black magic, the four cardinal directions have four entities or fallen angels over them. The one in the east is Lucifer. And you can check out Ezekiel 8.16 to see what Yahweh has to say about people who worship facing east. The book Ancient Mystic Oriental Masonry says, in speculative Freemasonry, there is an advancement from a lower to a higher state, from darkness to light, from death to life from error to truth. This light is not the light of Yahweh, but the inferior light of Lucifer and should not be trusted. After all, he was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Q does expose things that have been hidden. What's being exposed are only very small truths that have been known to the truth or community 
before Q even came on the scene. Nothing will ever be revealed about the true history of space, or the true depths of trauma-based mind control, or the occulted knowledge of the medical system. Because all of this has been occulted by the Alliance, or the light side. They have just as many secrets as the Cabal, but because they aren't as overtly satanic-looking and disgusting, their secrets remain in the shadows, occulted, or in the darkness. Remember that in Yahweh or in God, there is no darkness at all. These benevolent secret societies have always existed and have had enough knowledge to put an end to human suffering, yet they stood by and allowed the Cabal to continue their genocide. In the first degree initiation of Freemasonry, the initiate is lost in darkness and seeking the light. Blindfolded, the initiate is led through the process of being reborn into the light. Humanity is now on a massive scale being initiated into the light in the same way an adept is initiated into a mystery school. Whether people realize it or not, the entire world is being inducted into the mysteries thanks to Q, Keck, and Trump. This is the deception that's been planned by the New Age for over a hundred years. Churches have been infiltrated to spread this deception because their pastors are more often than not Freemasons or from generational families, taught by the corrupt seminary system to continue the deception, just like Bailey wrote about. Isaiah warned, woe to those who call evil good and good evil. In our world today, the evil and selfish call themselves good and humanitarian. Slaves to sin call themselves liberated. The foolish call themselves enlightened. Mortals call themselves God. And the oldest religions call themselves the new age. And once again, these concepts have been rebranded and sold to us. Q's knowledge and talk of the light has nothing to do with Yahweh or God, but everything to do with deceiving the entire world into worshiping Lucifer. Well, that's a big claim. You know what else is big? Q's game encompasses the entire world. This will never happen again. Just because Q quotes from the Bible does not mean their actions are from Yahweh. Remember, this false prophet system looks like the lamb or appears Christian, but speaks as the dragon or Lucifer. I know a lot of you are gonna disagree with me, but that's okay. This information is not convenient, and I'm just trying to present you with information to think about or look into some more. Don't believe me, go out and do some research for yourself. Condemnation without investigation is called indoctrination. But for those of you who have felt like there's always been something a little off about Q, hopefully I've given you some things to look into and know that you are not alone. I know this is just barely scratching the surface, but Hopefully some of this information can be useful to you guys. As always, thank you guys for watching this video. I'll see you next time. Bye.